I mean, even better mood now because I just got a text from my daughter saying Happy Father's Day. Yeah, so that's two out of four. <laughs> so I'm kind of fifty percent, kind of fifty percent there. That's that's like something for years and years of sacrifice. Well, don't worry about me. I'm fine. No, no, no. Really, honestly, don't just lead your own lives. Just go. What do I care? Uh, I'm what's left of Russ Kane. This is Men's Radio Station. I'm with uh, Rory. Is uh, rocking the decks today because we with well, I, I think Phil probably having a manicure and then Phil Dave somewhere and uh, James Blake well forget him. he's yesterday's man yesterday's man we <laughs> I never even liked him uh, in case you're just catching up Steve Swain works um, in youth clubs um, it's been a brilliant conversation but we've now been joined by the world's most elusive man and also the man with the brain well last time he was here he just blew us away Michael Phillips Moskowitz I can only say if I say it in an American way if I say Moskowitz <laughs> it doesn't sound right I gotta say Moskowitz and that's okay and yeah. um, our influence is clearly growing at men's radio station because Michael has flown in from Paris today to be here oh yeah seriously wouldn't you Unendingly, I took the train, but yes, I'm new. You took the train. Okay, well, you know, the train's just, you know, it's come from, you've come from, like, you come from Elstree. Elstree, you come from Elstree, near Boreham Wood, and you've come in from Paris. I mean, who's made the bigger deal? Let's be honest, Steve. Steve, let's be honest here. I don't know. Who has made the effort? Probably probably the same amount of time to get in. Exactly the same amount of time. It took me nearly an hour. (laughs) Oh, it's a a hell of a, it's a horrible journey. If I never see the Hendon Way again, it'll be too soon. Um, (laughs) Now then, Mr. Moskowitz, welcome back again for your second uh, appearance. I have to ask, and I'm sorry, but I have to, because if I don't, Steve's going to, because I think he's that sort of guy. (laughs) What? Is it? What have you come dressed as? I'm, I'm, I'm just explain what you're wearing. I think I, I, I seem to look every bit as though I was a, a patient falsely uh, hospitalized against my will, and I narrowly gave them yeah. the slip. Were you rehearsing One Flew Over the Cuckoo's there? So <laughs> I mean, for, it, with an Amdram production, reminiscent of, of Twelve Monkeys. We, I think. Well, you've got your, you've got your, um, you know, your normal um, signature, your, your, your knitted cat. Sure. Your knitted cap is on. Oh, there's I your hair. There's yeah. your hair. I, yeah. I didn't even realize you had hair. There's still some left. I've even seen you. But you're yeah. wearing um, kind of white painter's tra- trousers. And um, like a, I haven't seen that. It's like a lab coat that I used to wear when I did O-level chemistry. Yeah, I'm that old. Is that? Is, is it like a lab coat? What is it? Is it very trendy? I, I don't know what it is. I'm well, just curious. I, I, I'm, I'm hopelessly in the habit of always wearing either trench coats or dusters of some uh-huh. variety. Right. And so this one happens to be white. And so you could compare it to something that, that uh, you can call it a, a disgruntled or a... Distressed. A distressed, distressed. doctor might Did you... Did you... I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm obviously not a psychotherapist. Did you see, um, you know, the Wild Bunch one too many times as a kid? Was this a problem? I'm, I'm just, it's a I'm great guessing. reference. No, no, look, it's, it's a brilliant reference. Here's what I'm reminded of. In okay. the, since the destruction of the Second Temple in 70 AD, they say that prophecy has been relegated to fools and children. I think I'm the former. No, so I don't, I, I don't, I don't purport to be prophetic. But if you're going to see madmen wandering about the streets saying the most uncanny and sometimes clairvoyant things, I look like the person that might approach you or accost you on the street and say something, you know, mind-altering and then, you know, leaving you to figure out what that means on your own time and devices. Yeah, I'd I'd be running the other (laughs) side of the street. Now, we have been, before we get into business here, we we have been trying, uh, because it was such an amazing uh, time that we had last time you were in, with uh, the people I used to work with, Phil, Dave, and James Blake. Psh. 
um, that we've all been trying to have lunch yes, for right. several months. That's right. And, and uh, you have cancelled on us. Well, I kind of lost track. Like <laughs> yeah, a very yeah. bad date. Listen, like a date that someone, one of the partners does not want to go on. Nothing could be further from the truth. The fact mm. is, since I last saw you, I have been on the road uh, virtually every other day. And I've crisscrossed the Atlantic half a dozen times. And I've been mm. everywhere imaginable across the streets. What I was saying to a colleague of yours outside of the studio was that even when Saddam Hussein was on the run, he was able to take <laughs> several days at a time in various spider holes without having to get up and move. That's it. Yeah. And people were generous enough to offer him at least their couch, if not their bed. Mm. I've had less enviable places to call home most nights. Couldn't find a cave, nothing? Uh, There aren't as many as as you might think in in London and New York. They're harder to come by. Why are you traveling so much? And then we're going to get on to what you do because it blew me away last time. Why why are you dragging your your strangeness everywhere? Uh, I mean, this is part of what it means to be on the road. I mean, is it it different with any politician who has uh, ambition, right? You've got to Pound a lot of pavement. You got to press flesh, shake trees, take every opportunity to meet people and get that word out there. And so, some of this is around the pursuit of financing, which you know we've now newly raised more capital. Some of it has been about uh, promotion and um, elevating awareness about th- this idea of digital health. Oh, forgive me, improving your emotional resilience, addressing behavioral health, uh, inculcating the virtues of digital nutrition and digital that hygiene. That is the only thing we've had the word inculcating ever on men's radio station. Oh, okay. so, I mean, Steve, be honest, you were going to say it. I, I was felt. going to, yeah. You were saying, when I'm cooking in the youth club, sometimes I inculcate with a little bit of paprika. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's new, that's new. I'm going to write that down. Well, how, how, many, how many points do you get that for Scrabble? Fantastic. <laughs> no, so when you're sitting around and cooking meth, ideally at a youth facility, <laughs> and you're playing Scrabble, it's one of the words that typically comes up, and your mind is racing. Have you heard of the words Joe Brand? Please be careful. I know what's going to happen now. It'll be, he suggested people in the youth clubs cook meth. No, no. no. That's oh, what's going to happen. Perish the thought. Perish the thought. That's what the Twitter Yeah, but... It's also you, a dated you, reference. I think it'll be crocodile these days, not meth. What? What? Sorry, I've stepped into a parallel universe. I've no idea, I genuinely no idea what the hell you're talking about. It's a drug that originated, I think, in Russia. Russia yeah, right. and it's like lots of domestic products put together, and it basically kills you. Maybe your skin goes all crispy. Well, and Steve, you know it quite well. That's right. You, you've done your reading. It doesn't make any sense. That's right. Right. Hang on, You'd hang have on. to have, like, do not want anything Rory, left. Rory, you're life. missing the point. Steve, Swain, and I have a question. Does it help you lose weight quickly? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. that's really where but we're at. But at what expense? Yeah, precisely. So Your flesh will rot. So that's yeah, right. You'll so uh, wha- lose some so significant ta- weight. You, you turn it <laughs> Who the hell takes this crap? People in desperate need. Wow, have you come across this? Never, never, never heard, heard of it. Of it. I think you're pretty, you're pretty much guaranteed that you're you're for the off. You're gonna go. You're gonna die. I think. If you take I wonder this if it's been caught. It's called something different here. Um, There's nothing quite as grim. Is it? Yeah. This sounds horrendous. No, we have to is change this a new, topics. Is this a new, no, 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 hang yeah, on a second. Yeah. I'm singularly to, br- to blame for dragging well, you, this No, down. you are. Yeah, and, and well done you for accepting full responsibility. However, is this how new is this latest nightmare? Is this new? How new? You mean the nightmare that I call corporal existence, or the specific no, drug? No, crocodile. Oh no, this is a, this is like ten years old. What? Twelve years old? Yeah, yeah it's, it's been around. Long. I yeah, have yeah. never. Ever it's probably ever something new that just hasn't been written about or widely published on Vice. Yeah, I've I never seen a, a reference to it. There was a Vice yeah. documentary. That's oh, why, well, yeah, that's why of course there was. Yeah, yeah. Of course there was. <laughs> Moving on from drugs that turn you into uh, crocodile man, 
um, or indeed woman. Uh, something else for you to worry about, Steve, to be yes. honest. I mean, this is as if you just get used to uh, Breaking Bad. So, or is today's Father's Day, Breaking Dad. Yay. <laughs> I think I'm here all week. Um, right. So you're rushing around that's because right. of well, the look, product. I, that's right. So we were possessed with and by this notion that um, if you believe the content can have an impact on mood, and you believe that for the first time in history, a greater and greater number are willing to share their share openly their struggles with behavioral health, right? Like one in four Britons is going to have a mental health issue this year. The joke I made last time that people might find somewhat disagreeable was that your stiff upper lip has turned into a quivering lower one like Claire Danes in Homeland. 25% of the show is just her walking into buildings and 25% of the show is her lower jaw trembling as she's on the precipice of tears. I'm not dismissing these issues. I've wrestled with them mightily my entire life. Uh, you know, I've, I have been, and I don't, I kid because it's true, I have been hospitalized, right? I, I have been on meds, I've been off meds, I've been in therapy, out of therapy. And after this last fellowship at Harvard, I was wondering, what is it, number one, that all of the world's biggest brands and businesses collectively have in common, right? I, just as an exercise, what can we learn from success that might not be readily transparent? And so one insight was that the world's biggest brands and businesses typically traffic in a single drug or neurotransmitter. For Facebook, that's dopamine. For FIFA, it's testosterone or adrenaline. For pornography, it can be dopamine, serotonin. It's a rich chemical cocktail. Mm -hmm. That was one variable. The second variable, because remember, I sold my last company to eBay, yeah. but eBay's a tough business, right? They're competing at best for a purchase decision a month. That's not a good business. Deliveroo is competing for 21 purchase decisions a week, or if you include snacking, 35. That's a, that's a slightly better business. Tobacco is competing for per 20 purchase decisions a day, or and, you know, I, I joke, I shouldn't joke, this is so off-colored, but uh, Yitzhak Rabin was smoking 30 during war fighting days. You know what killed him? Not tobacco. But the world's most devastating... So, so hang on. So, so tobacco, when you're saying 20, are you saying because you're smoking 20 Heavy cigarettes? Heavy smokers can push through 20 cigarettes a day, but yeah, what they're so also I get, doing... No, I get that. So that's their, that, that's their purchase decision. Am I going to have another... Do you smoke, Steve? Never, ever. No, yeah. Lucky, no, lucky, lucky guy. I smoke cigars. I didn't touch cigarettes. No, but this is what I call a deep behavioral ravine. Yeah. Those make for better businesses. And the third uh, criteria was if you can excite or alight a childlike sense of wonder and awe, you know, you know, whatever the world was like when you were still impressionable before whatever your original trauma may have been or when it occurred. And for some people, that was two. For others, that was five. For other parties, it's 11. You know, when the world seems like a holy, light-filled place, you know, with, uh, with boundless love, if we can, you know, reset or restore or renew people's connection to that sense of what life looks like, it's powerful. So what happens if you unite the three? And that led us to thinking, well, what would it mean if, uh, for comparative purposes, if Kenzo staged an investor revolt at Pfizer and took over? What kind of products would they bring to market? What would messaging look like? It wouldn't even remotely resemble drug commercials today. And what can we use if, if content is the third most abundant resource on the planet behind carbon and oxygen, or forgive me, carbon and water, can it be used for remedial purposes rather than distraction? Can it improve health rather than impair? And the fact is it can. And so we started drawing, uh, establishing firm connections between specific content types, videos, music, short films, and the neurotransmitters that they trigger. And I think, and forgive me if this is now gonna sound repetitive, you know, GABA is the serenity and calming molecule that's released when you meditate. Oxytocin is the powerful mood-altering drug that's released when you kiss your children or make love to your wife or pet your dog. And the fascinating thing is it's released in your dog too. Uh, acetylcholine is what we rely see, on for focus. See, always comes back to dogs. Cockapoos. <laughs> they rule the world. Doesn't that matter. You've got to bring true. like several planets, but it comes down to cockapoos. This is great stuff.
I think, look, if we can simplify life just to finding a devoted companion, I think it's a great place to start. Oh, we'll start I think mini, the biggest shock in young people today yeah. are mobile phones. That's true. It's, you know, it's the most powerful drug delivery the, system. All the, all the problems, every time I go into schools, it's mobile phones. Sure. If you talk to parents, it's mobile phones. Sure. In my youth club, it's mobile clones. Steve, Steve, I know where you're going to come yeah. from, Michael. But you, expand on this. When you say it's mobile phones, Explain it's from your young, perspective young and your experience. Young people today are addicted to those 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 electronic devices. I mean, I used to work in, as I, said, I worked in a school, and we uh, all the young people had to put their phones within um, a secure cupboard. Mm. Now we had a couple of uh, you know sort of female um, young people that were um, you know in quite um, volatile um, relationships. And if that person rang while they were at school, they would actually break that door down. Give me my phone. Physically? Physically. That, I mean, like, you know, we would have to, in the end, you know, open the door and let them go. And and that is just growing. I mean, that was that was sort of uh, 10 Jeez. years ago. But now, you know, in, in the work I do, going into schools, you know, people go, oh, you know, they're on the phone. You know, parents are ringing us. You know, on the, they're, they're on their devices all night. They're on the computers. They're playing games. They're on Instagram. They're on this. They're on that. You know, they're being groomed. That you know, it's it is a drug. Okay. And and now, isn't it fascinating? This is what I just love. And this is serendipity. I wish I could say I planned it, but to be honest, I didn't. So you got Steve Swain, who is a professional in the youth club arena. If I can yeah, say youth that, work. yeah, yeah, youth, well, youth, You're right. youth services. You got Michael here, who's doing this is both from commercial and intellectual, and you can see that there is a total marriage, a complete joining up, because what they're both saying is exactly the same thing. Uh, I love your perspective. I think that you've identified the centrality of mobile technology to daily life. Uh, it's an inseparable piece or part of the human experience, but it doesn't have to be all for ill. No. It doesn't have to be uh, you know, baleful or, or negative. Look. Not all foods are created equally, no. right? There are health foods, and then there are snack foods. There are things that we can sample on, on occasion responsibly and things that we sh probably shouldn't partake of daily. At the moment, people are flying blind, okay? There isn't a, the equivalent of a nutritional label for content, and I don't mean a movie rating system. No. I mean, what is this actually doing to your brain? Can we figure out when you might need to rebalance the things that you're consuming? And that's what we're endeavoring to do. But your work is equally important. Hmm. Look. What we started to talk about last time was that there are five fundamentals to human health and happiness. Clinicians and clergy would commonly agree. Not to very much, not philosophically. There's not a lot of c consensus, but on these five principles, they would say that you're, it requires diet, sleep, exercise, interpersonal relationships, vocation. The interpersonal relationships piece, as they're forging relationships, are really tough as a teenager. I can testify to that. Mm. And it's not as clear how to go about forging them in a digital era. Like that, we don't have the same structures or call them uh, familiar channels for cultivating relationships that, other than you maybe see, programs well, I think, like yours. I think, I think you know. I mean, you saying that about forging relationships. I think that you know, young people uh, nowadays. You know, it's so easy for them to, uh, you know, be rude to each other sure. and say, you know, and them to become you know, quite desensitized to what's being said to them. And, you know, I mean, like I see some of the stuff on, on the internet and I go, you know, and there's, there's apps where that young people can go on and, and, uh, you know, remain anonymous. And, sure. you know, the, the, it, 
it, it is just atrocious and you know within my within my clubs but over years you know we, it's a constant battle uh to say well actually that's not you can't be called that you know boys please don't say that to girls and girls don't say that to boys because you become desensitized sure. and as you start to grow up into adults and have relationships you know that's where domestic abuse comes in you know because you you think it's right to be called that or pushed or punched or you know and and that's a really sad you know sort of state of, of affairs one of I the think. things that we which is a very common theme again here on men's radio station is that when you know i was growing up million years ago if there was bullying at school uh, this is stating the obvious but steve this must fall really within your province when i was you know if there was bullying at school at least when you went home i was at boarding school so i never went home but you'd go home and that would be the end of it until mm -hmm. you had to, the bell rang at nine o'clock the next morning of course now with social media what we're finding and it's a fact is that the bullying never switches off it's never at stops. school and then it's at home, and that's leading to some terrible results, sometimes final results. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we can just say that social, you know, I'm really damned if I do, damned if I don't, because I know I'm talking. I use social media to promote sure. what I'm doing for work, whether it's the stand-up shows, whether it's the men's radio station, women's radio station, or whether it's my book. So, which has just come out, I know, I'm not making a gag about it. I mean, if it wasn't for social media, yeah. these things, uh, the only person reading it, uh, well, I don't know, be my partner, that probably be the end of it. So, uh, I have to use these. These are the tools of my trade, but I try to use them judiciously and, and in, a in a fairly mature but if something, if something is, is put on, on social media um, about a young person and you go into schools, schools are saying it's out of our province. You sure. know, we're not, we, we can't do anything. Sure. And the same with bullying. You know, the bullying is happening in schools and then it's even worse when it's out of schools. And when you go in and say blah, 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 they go, we can't are do they, anything about wrong? it. Well, I think wrong. it is wrong. I think it is wrong. I think there's also a different volume. I, I want to differentiate between loss and rejection. Yeah. Okay. And I think the sheer volume of rejection today is unprecedented. So think about dating apps for a moment. You could go yeah, through yeah. hundreds of profiles of people that don't respond to you, literally hundreds. You wouldn't have time, resource, or bandwidth to be rejected by hundreds of mm. interested parties in the real world. Frankly, mm. your odds would be profoundly better of approaching authentic people. And I wonder what the long-term consequences are of beginning to be either inured to or familiar with and accustomed to this volume of unprecedented rejection. And I don't know that we've taught people how to cope. Here's, here's the thing, and I'll pose this to both of you. Our uh, regular uh, engineer producer, James Blake, he's just 24 years old, and um, we've talked about this on various shows that we've done. And I said, well, he said, I don't know how to meet people. He said, that. I'm not saying it tales out of school. We, we've had the conversation on air. And I said, well, you, you walk up to somebody and say, hello, I'm James. And, you know, he's a really nice, affable guy. He says, you can't do that. And he looked at me like I was suddenly talking Chinese at a completely different language coming at from a totally ridiculous perspective. I said, well, can't you walk into a bar or a pub or a coffee shop and you see somebody go, hello, can I? He said, you can't do that. It's all got to be set up on social media first. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think, I think, you know, I mean, like, as I say, I'm, I'm sort of 52 this year. So when I was coming out as a gay man, you know, I could go into a pub and meet someone, you know, so there was no internet. Sure. Um, and nowadays, you know, I mean, like, would you want to, I mean, you know, you see people on, on, on Twitter and other, you know, social media platforms saying, you know, you can, 
go on an app or you can have three or four apps and meet someone within five or ten minutes you know do you want that not really you know but in but the somebody, old days it was but somebody that kind like of uh, michael let me ask you this somebody like james or just using him as an example right and it's not that young 24 it's not like he's 16 but that is his world that he doesn't understand he wouldn't see beyond that that the only way forward would be a, a, a dating app mm. I, I mean it's alien to me i don't i don't get it's weird how quickly that's changed though isn't it really because uh, i think tinder's about 10 years old if, even if, if that so mm. people's whole mindset towards it's completely changed and they find it odd to, to meet people in person which you know i'm a bit older i I'm, I, I when i was a teenager early 20s i would go out and meet someone at a bar mm. It seems alien to me to use an app. It feels weird. Yeah. But for everybody that's in their mid-twenties, this is the only way you do it now. And young people. I mean, young people are the yeah, same. Yeah, obviously I mean, there's, people, there's yeah. actually um, dating. I know a couple of the, the young people have mentioned there's, you know, sort of dating apps for, you know, of their age, you know, like 12 to whatever. You know, yeah, that seems to, bizarre to me. And that is... The original concept of, like, internet dating, I always thought it'd be maybe for like, sort of people couldn't get yeah. out as much. You, thought, you wouldn't think it's, young people would want that. Yeah. We, you see... Your app, which we're going to come sure. on to in just a sec, right, is the very antithesis of everything we're talking about because I, I do believe, and the theme that we're doing here is you get desensitized. Yep. You're stopping being human. I remember when, when the, uh, the Matrix came out mm -hmm. and there's that scene when everyone is plugged in, you know, yeah, that yeah. horrible scene. I, I think that's how we are now. I, I see it exactly like that shot in the mate, which at the time you thought, well, that's, well, that's a bit rough. But, you know, I'm on the tube all the time. And I'm like everybody else on the bus or the tube, walking down the damn street. What's the biggest hazard? People on their phones. I mean, you're walking down the street. Somebody was walking down the middle of the road where we live today. The car blasts its horn. They're still walking down. They've got their headphones in. They're looking at the uh, in the road, not on the pavement, sure. the road. Mm. I mean, how, how badly do you want to die? What's the matter with you? Well, you reminded me of two things. Typically, in the case of mental illness, we're talking about comorbidity issues, addiction. Can and you give me that word illness. again? I'm sorry. Comorbidity issues that they're entertaining. They're, they're Did entertaining. I tell you? <laughs> you would no, no, never no, no, hear but, a guy but, talk. But, like, like, but I'll tell you why I'm bringing it up. I'll tell you why I'm bringing it up. I think what you've identified the other twin. I mean, I think that the urgent public health issue of our era is mental health. Fine, put that aside. What you've identified, I think, are twin crises that I would crudely characterize as a crisis of accountability that we're seeing everywhere around planet Earth sure. and a crisis in community. Yeah. So I'll give you a tiny example from the gay community. I'm not gay, but mm. um, um, there was an article several years ago in the New York Times about the destruction of gay culture in New York, fault or courtesy of Grindr, that years ago, gay men would go to clubs, and that was a, a prolific oven of innovation, of culture, of ingenuity, of language, fashion. It was a, it was practically volcanic, yeah. and gay clubs practically don't exist in New York Why? anymore. Why? Why is that? Grinder. You don't need to. You don't need oh, to. Oh, because you don't. Right. You can. You well, can. Well, hooray be, for the Vauxhall be, well, Tavern. Could, well, exactly. Yeah, but you could be. You know, you could be <laughs> in a cafe <laughs> sure. and look at your. your waiting for your coffee and and look at your app and someone's standing behind you. You sure. know, and it could be that as you know as yeah, quick okay. as that. You know, you right. sort of meet up, you you like each other, and you go off. Um, which is really, really sad. Sure, but then alongside it, and this is one of the reasons why, and I think this is interesting, there was a, an argument made by the deaf community that in efforts to resolve um, dysfunction related to hearing were a type of genocide because their entire culture is centered around sign language, which is a gorgeous, mm. seductive mechanism for conferring. One of the most lovely conversations that I've ever 
witnessed was between, t- and I couldn't even understand what they were saying, but the beauty of it, the, the balletic finger movements, I've never forgotten. And so mm-hmm. their argument would be, don't destroy our culture. Some interventions aren't helpful. And so what I wonder about out loud is- Why would science, so I'm being thick here. Because scientists that. say, well, th- this, is, this, is a, this, is a des- this is an impairment that we want to remedy. And members of the deaf community would say, no, you're destroying our language. Right. But why are they going to stop sign language? Am because if you can hear, there's no need for it. That's one of the. I'm saying it's it's, it's a contentious. Oh, so debate. in other words, to cure the issue. That's I right. I didn't use the word problem. Right. Issue. Right. So. And so all I'm wondering about out loud is, um, you know, if <laughs> people are not accustomed to having a career that is going to be a single job for you know they're working years until they presumably retire at or around 65. They're also working longer. People that are in your community that are under the age of 15 will likely have 12 to 14 different jobs. Where are they going to have, un- unless they have a definitive religious practice, or unless they're bi- you know, committed to something else, a specific sport, a specific endeavor, where are they going to have communities on whom they can rely? Mm. And look at my perambulations around the planet. Mm. It clearly has an impact on my mental health, right? Mm. And I need to do a better job of being a, mo- you know, they say you can't just be the president of the hair club for men. Uh, forgive me. You're not just a member of the hair club for men, you also have to be president or vice versa. I'm finding it hard to model healthier mental, uh, emotional resilience given my travel pattern. It's hard. And that community is a hard thing to find unless you're stationary. Mm-hmm. So I do. I worry about the kids in your program for all the reasons we've started to address and identify this afternoon. No, definitely. <laughs> it's very, it's very, I'm just giving a, a time cue from the very professional, professional <laughs> producer that we have it yeah yeah james if you're listening professional not a word he's familiar with so talk about the app which is why you're dragging yourself all around the globe sure so there's four pieces we have a mobile app uh for amazon, <laughs> amazon forgive me that's something else we have a mobile app for apple and android and you're able to track your mood from day to day and from well, moment to moment the, the name of the it's app. called mood rise mood rise mm. the parent company is called abz labs uh, big A, little E, and so forth. So it almost looks like uh, it belongs in the periodic table because we're trying to get you to understand the world through sort of the, the prismatic notion of chemicals. Mm-hmm. But the consumer-facing <laughs> brand is Moodrise. does what it says, says what it does. Uh, we're encouraging people to start tracking their mood because one of the only ways out of darkness, you know, Hitler once described war as a dark room into which you wade. One of the only ways out is to have a sense. Because remember, not every waking moment of depression is, ble- is bleak or black. Mm. When you start to identify those little piercing bits of light, you can start to find your way out. So we're tracking is a bit, and then we're using content that can trigger the release of specific brain chemicals. Mobile app, watch tracker for the Apple Watch, um, pill casting, which is like podcasting, but in segments of 90 seconds for Google Home and Alexa, and then newly out, which is one I think one of the reasons we're talking, is this Moodrise 1000 list, which are the top 1,000 most nutritious hours of digital content across the five major platforms, Vimeo, YouTube, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime. And we're going to talk about all of that. I, de- I build him correctly, did I not, Steve yes. Swain? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you say w- a Jew is coming in? I'm very I, much yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 